Friends, we're facing more threats than ever before. When our leaders warn of global food shortages, including here in the U.S., it's time to act. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply while you can. We don't know when more empty store shelves may hit, so now is the best time to act. My Patriot Supply is by far the number one preparedness company to rely on with millions of satisfied customers this past year. Act quickly and save $150 on a vital three-month emergency food kit. This kit provides breakfast, lunches, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Every family in America should have at least one three-month supply of food per person. Now you can. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $150 on your three-month food kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Your order ships quickly and arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Don't wait any longer. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. of this session. Are we ready for a new world order? Hi, Steve here. Would you read half a book and expect to understand the whole thing? Would you take 10% of a class and think you're an expert on the subject now? No, you wouldn't. But this is how people read the Bible. And I want to read to you chapter 24 in the book of Matthew. But I want to read it to you all the way through. Because it's in this one chapter that if you take what Jesus said and believe it, you won't be confused about the day and the hour that he's talking about. We all know that Jesus is coming back to the earth, just like he said he would throughout the scriptures. But this chapter may help you understand that he's not coming back before the tribulation starts. He's not even coming back before the Antichrist is known. And if you've been taught something else, then take the time to listen as we go through this together. This chapter starts out with the disciples asking him when he's going to return. He tells them about the destruction of the temple. And Jesus says, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will deceive many. You're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not alarmed, because these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of labor pains. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted, and they will kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. 
then many will fall away, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down to get things out of his house, and a man on the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to the pregnant woman and nursing mothers in those days. Pray that your escape may not be in winter or on a Sabbath. For at that time, there will be great distress, the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now and never will again. Unless those days were cut short, no one would be saved. But those days will be cut short because of the elect. There are two things you need to understand. Who is he talking to? He's talking to Jews. And what will they be doing during this time? They will be practicing the law again, their religious laws. Most of Israel will still not believe Jesus is the Messiah. This is why he sends the two witnesses and the 144,000 witnesses sealed from the 12 tribes of Israel. If anyone tells you, then see, here is the Messiah, or over here, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Take note. I have told you in advance, so if they tell you, see, he's in the wilderness, don't go out. See, he's in the storerooms, don't believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the carcass is, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Jesus is describing the exact same event recorded in Revelation chapter 6 verses 12 through 14. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a loud trumpet, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. What he says in these two verses is described exactly the same in Revelation chapter 14, verses 14 through 16. Learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. He's giving another clear illustration, just like he said earlier. Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of labor pains. We know exactly what it means when a woman has the labor pains. It means that the birth of the baby is right around the corner. She's about to be delivered. Labor pains are the indicator that it won't be long until it's all over. Now let's talk about the scripture. It's been taken out of context for so long about the timing of the Lord's return. Now concerning that day and hour, 
no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, except the Father alone. As the days of Noah were, so the coming of the Son of Man will be. For in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah boarded the ark. They didn't know until the flood came and swept them all away. This is the way the coming of the Son of Man will be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding grain with a handmill, one will be taken and one left. Therefore be alert, since you don't know what day your Lord is coming. But know this, if the homeowner had known what time the thief was coming, he would have stayed alert and not let his house be broken into. This is why you are also to be ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master has put in charge of his household to give them food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom the master finds doing his job when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. So Jesus here gives us some big, big clues. He says that it will be as it was in the days of Noah. So we can see we're in these days. The lawlessness is increasing exponentially. It's not that we won't know the season and the things that are approaching, that the hour and the day are coming. It's not that we won't know the time we're in. It's not that we won't understand that his return is coming soon. We don't know the day or the hour, but we know the season. Otherwise, he would have never told us it will be just like it was in the day of Noah. He gave that illustration to show us that people, for the most part in this world, are not even aware of what's going on around them. They don't see the Bible signs like we do. They don't know the Bible. They don't know what it says. And so they can't even see what's happening around them is not normal. They just accept everything. They believe everything, no matter how great the lie. Now here is the verse that you really need to pay attention to. But if that wicked servant says in his heart, my master is delayed and starts to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, that servant's master will come on a day he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Notice what the wicked servant says in his heart. My master is delayed. This is someone who said, I thought he would be back by now and he's still not back. Do you know who will say things like this? Believers who believed they would never suffer any persecution, hardship, or tribulation. There are three Bible translations that record when Jesus is told that it's the hour to reap. The hour. Remember, no man knows the day or the hour, only the Father. Well, this is the time in Revelation chapter 14, verses 14 through 16, where Jesus is told, it is the hour. And these three translations actually use not time, it is the time, but they use it is the hour, just like Jesus talked about. So when is Jesus going to return? He's going to return when God the Father tells him through his angel, now is the time to reap because the harvest is ready. Think about it.